Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Rachel Unpack Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Medina, and if you'd like to follow me on social media, I'm at Rachel Medina 101. Um, you can also follow the show at Rachel Unpacked. Today, we're going to be talking about um, real estate, real estate, real estate, real estate, and not the kind that you buy. In <laughs> um, this uh, podcast episode. It is Monday here. So this is a Mindset Monday um, edition of the Rachel Unpack podcast. As I have mentioned um, in the past, I'm working on Wealth Wednesday as well as as well as Faith Fridays. Um, you can also go on Facebook. I just set up new three new pod, um, basically groups right on Facebook. So there's a Women Building Wealth uh uh, group, which is a Wealth Wednesday group. There is a Faith with Friends um, group. And then there is the um, Mindset Reset for Her group. Um, all of these groups are really tailored towards women. Um, I know that there's like six of you gentlemen listening. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I think it's a little bit more than six, but you know, I just say that number because I think it's funny, but I, it could be six. Um, I just know all the rest of the listeners are female and a lot of the content that I'm sharing with you is based on my own experience and I am a female so it's obviously the female perspective and it has an impact on my life as a female um, and so obviously I'm leaning super heavy on you know everything from women's empowerment um, to just kind of creating these aha moments for women that are listening um, so that they can live better lives be better wives um, and build a better future through finance and things like that in their lives and with for their families so in this edition of the real estate um, topic, um, I am speaking in terms of real estate in our minds, right? The real estate of your mind, the real estate of your heart, um, and you know how to manage that real estate and when to evict uh, people <laughs> from that real estate, right? And so, you know, as we kind of unpack this topic, you know, I just hope that you come with an open heart, understanding that I'm not a guru, I'm not a, a psychologist, I'm not certified in anything of that matter. This entire podcast, every single episode is based on basically me learning things the hard way through life and then coming to you and saying, hey, here's what I learned so you can kind of avoid those potholes, right? Um, that's really what this podcast is. Um, and so I'm not telling you how to live your life or what you need to do, but more so just to kind of give you a perspective and lend perspective as to maybe a certain different way that you can navigate your life a little better so that you can save yourself time and heartache and all that stuff, right? So getting right into it real estate. Now, I don't know what I'm going to name this particular episode. I always say that. I kind of wing it every time I sit in the seat. Um, but I will tell you that having your mental real estate protected is absolutely positively going to be a major key of many keys that you're going to need to, in order to navigate and unlock your joy in your life. Okay. And so I'm going to give you a few examples. Um, some of the examples I give throughout my podcast, it's so funny because I'll have people comment or DM saying, Ooh, I knew who you, I know exactly who you're talking about right there. And it's like, yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably not because 
this is a collection any examples I give is always a collection of a lot of people or situations that I've seen from everything from family to friends to co-workers to strangers and associates and things like that neighbors and 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 everything and my own children and you know I'm telling you it is a collection and I usually don't do a podcast uh, on a topic unless I have seen it repeatedly throughout my life and so basically I can compile a lot of examples into like one 30 minute segment um, so really if you're saying hey I know who you're talking about and you happen to personally know me it's kind of a good thing because it's like okay you know you're connecting the the message with an example of that and then there are people in my life right that maybe fit the fit the bill but it's not directed at them at all um, so just keep that in mind so as I move forward let's let's get into it real estate in the mindset okay I'm gonna start first with um I'm gonna start first with like resentment. And I've talked about this little, I've kind of nudged at this idea of real estate, right? Let's talk first in terms of resentment. So let's just say you, someone has wronged you. Let's say someone's betrayed you, somebody's wronged you, somebody has, just you're feeling some kind of way about someone. You might've had like a you know wicked argument or whatever the situation might be in your life you're you might have the tendency because maybe you haven't done the work yet and you haven't really mastered this muscle memory of unpacking things in your life really quickly so that you can move on and move past them and what will happen is you might have a, a negative experience with someone and then it'll play in your mind like it'll be like in your mind and it could be that they totally insulted you or you feel super disrespected and then you're just like oh and what ends up sometimes happening is um, that you feel the need to go and like vent to someone and like you feel the need to go and then now you're like retelling the story but really it's not really a fair account of the story because you're retelling it from your hurt place or your angry place or your resentful place right so it's gonna lean there's gonna be a slant to that story and you're just trying to like have somebody hear you out you got a vent but what you're doing is you're kind of smearing it around and I talk about this in excuse me I talk about this in a previous podcast um, and so you want to listen to to the ones before that but in this case it's more about what's happening in your mind and living in your mind and really having this state of like having these arguments in your mind and I was just talking to somebody somebody brought this up to me like last week about like playing out these arguments in your head or like having a a faux argument back and forth in your head or in the shower it's like that's what I'm talking about so if you're the kind of person that does that and 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 you carry these like resentments and these thoughts and these ideas and these feelings like and they're negative let me tell you you are giving that person far too much real estate in your mind when they're not even paying rent if you know what I mean so that's the type of thing that you need to like evict from your mind okay so that you are not constantly carrying around someone who's rattling around in your head who insulted you offended you upset you betrayed you or whatever the situation is um hurt your feelings you know made you sad whatever these feelings are that this person has provoked you to feel 
now it's one thing for that person to like do and say these things and for you to acknowledge like that's just not a good friend or that's just like this person who's a family member just you know what the relationship isn't what I thought it was or whatever the situation might be co-workers or whatever at the end of the day it only goes as far as you want it to go it only lives as long as you want it to live so like if you are taking it and like giving it housing in your mind day after day, moment after moment, like, I mean, on and on and on, you are definitely like, you're basically punishing yourself and you're giving that person so much power over you. You're giving them the ability and the power to stomp out your joy and to reside in that place and to sort of hold that cloud up in your head for absolutely positively no reason. And I mean it when I say no reason because you are in control of that. And so I know that when I was younger, you know, um, you know, somebody hurt my feelings or whatever, it was like, it would kind of, it would last, you know, I would like remember, you know, like this is what they did or this is what they said. And I think that that's how people end up with these like, childhood like resentments and childhood like these traumas and I'm not talking about real deep trauma like sexual abuse or anything like that but you know just in general like daddy issues mommy issues you know like there's all these issues that people carry and it's because they're, they're taking this situation these words this moment and they're carrying it up in here and that person's living in there and then it's just like repeating throughout life. Again, I'm not a psychologist, but I can tell you that based on my experience that once I learned how much control I actually had or have of the outcome in negative situations, oh my gosh. Again, all about preserving your joy, right? And so I am like, unfazed in many aspects I'm unfazed and I want you to get to a point where you're not as phased and it's different than being like indifferent and not caring it's more like ooh, you know you more see the other person as a little bit broken or dysfunctional and you don't take that on on a personal level so again if somebody's criticizing you if somebody's calling you out of your name if somebody is you know you know, betraying you, doing whatever, anything that they're doing shady behind your back. And then they're like totally insulted that you even brought it to their attention. Like all this stuff, you know, at the end of the day, that's their dysfunction. It's not yours. And so that's their problem. It's their dysfunction. So you don't have to then take that, that they spewed out and then carry it around with you for the rest of your life. Um, not even 24 hours. It's like, listen, you know, if you have to have it out, have it out, have the argument, but you know, let them know how you feel and how you've made them feel, but, or how they've made you feel. But at the end of the day, then that's it. It's over. Like it's over. Like you don't got to carry it. You don't got to replay it. You don't got to do any of that. Don't give it the real estate in your mind. It's over. So, and also if you're in a marriage or something like that, I had to learn this too. Try not to be that person that wants to like sit down and be like, we need to talk and like have these long drawn out conversations again and again and again. Like at the end of the day, like there are some things that we are responsible for doing the work on. And if you have a partner who keeps repeating the behavior, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other thing you gotta, you gotta realize, right? About yourself is why do you keep 
sticking around with someone who keeps repeating these hurtful things in your life. But also, you know, again, like I talked about in another podcast, you know, really looking at yourself and examining yourself and figuring out why does that even bother you so badly? Okay. So this is about us having control over our thoughts and having control over our feelings and, and having control over who resides in our mind and in our hearts um, and in our spirits, right? So that they're not tearing us down. So again, if you are in a little bit of an awkward, tough situation with someone, don't keep replaying those things in your mind. If you think you made a mistake, if you think you took, you, you know, you took something the wrong way or that, you know, you overreacted or whatever situation is, you know, speak up and, you know, get that off your chest and have a conversation with the person instead of like replaying it over and over um, in your head. So I hope that that example was like a good one because I find that when someone is hurt, um, and it could be something in their past. It is like, there could be a million wonderful moments that took place, but they are still like in that other place from like 10 years ago about, yeah, but you know, back when we were hanging out, like she did, 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 did and she said, blah, 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 blah. And I felt, did, 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 and it's like, what? Like, at some point you have to just, I want to say get over it, but as women, we don't want to hear get over it. We have to understand that that person did what they did and like in their mind, they probably moved on. In their mind, you've moved on because you're still hanging out. You're still talking. You still have these incredible moments as family members or whatever. And in their mind, everything's fine. But in your mind, you keep replaying it. It's like a glitch in your matrix. That's literally like on you. It's not on the other person at all. Um, and so you need to really kind of work through that in your head so it doesn't replay. And I'm launching the Faith with Friends um, group on Facebook where I just launched it. And one of the, the, the ideas I have is to really share how not only like I'm not going to really be dropping like uh, Bible scriptures or anything in there. It's more about a modern day Christian way of be of operating. And the reason I say that is like in the context of this conversation, if I have someone who's really hurt me and I've been hurt by a lot of people that I love and care about and trusted and everything. And like, if I get hurt, someone hurts my feelings or someone's like, Oh my God, like I, I just realized something about them. That's just, Oh my God. What I try to do is if I'm making a decision that I want to keep them in my life, even though I don't like what they've done or said, then I kind I like pray on it and I basically pray for all of the resentment, the hurt and everything to be replaced with peace and love and healing between that person and I. So that's, I, I shifted. I shift the energy from like, uh, how dare they to praying for them and really kind of pity in pity pitying them because they just don't understand like they don't even understand the damage like that they're causing like they don't even get like they don't even get it and so you were not on this earth to be changing people you know that's like their own journey but we can control how their brokenness affects us or doesn't affect us at some point, you may enter into a relationship or be in a relationship for a long time with someone who's very broken and maybe that was your initial draw is like you go to them and you feel bad for them and you, you think you can help them and they're broken. But at some point, you know, you're going to realize that you just keep cutting yourself against their brokenness instead of them getting better or like taking your help 
and improving, you are getting more and more and more cut up and more and more broken, um, then that is a situation where you need to say, why, why do I keep coming back? You know, knowing I'm going to get cut, like, you know, those are the things you have to ask yourself. So again, living in your mind um, is is a really tough place to live um, because it's not reality. That is like so important to understand is a lot of times we have these ideas in our heads and we play out these scenarios and they feel so real and they feel like they make so much sense and it feels like missing pieces of the puzzle, but they're not, okay? They're absolutely not. So that's that's the thing like, and I talk about assumptions in another podcast. So you have to be careful if, if you are feeling some kind of way in your heart and mind over a situation with someone and now you're building up this story Oh, blah, blah. I mean, there's like all these things that we tell ourselves. Oh, you need to shut that down. You need to shut that down really fast because you're going to go through life and you're going to like there. There's going to be hairline cracks in relationships throughout your life. But if you're then going and stomping on that crack, um, it's over. Like you're going to just it's going to be a very lonely life. And so if you are in a situation where that person, let's just say, that you were in a relationship with has left you. Let's just say it's something really tough, like they left you for another woman. Um, I got, there's so many cases that I've seen where a woman's been married for 10, 20 years and the guy left her and like started a whole other family and all these things. And there's a million different scenarios of this and different reasons. Everybody has their reasons and stuff like that and they justify it. But, but the hurt and destruction is there. Now, if you're in that situation where someone that you absolutely love and everything has like completely devastated you in your mind, you just have to remember, and I've said this before, you know, pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. Suffering is always optional, okay? I've been in a million scenarios that were heartbreaking, painful, shocking, um, just so many things. And at the end of the day, I always understood, oh my God, like as much as this hurts, as much as this sucks, like as much as like I wish, you know, that this didn't happen or I hate that the situation happened, um, I understand how long I suffer because of that is up to me. And suffering comes from the, the real estate that's taken up in your head, giving that person and that situation all of that space in your mind, all of that time in your mind. And the more, and the more space and time that's being taken up by these difficult, challenging things, the less space there is for joy, peace, love, and happiness. So forgiveness is a big part of this. You have to be willing to forgive the people that hurt you, but you also have to really be willing to do the work to point the fingers at yourself to go, why does this hurt me so bad? Like, what was my role in this? You know, you have to always be willing to ask yourself, what was my role in this? And so as you do the work to really figure things out and figure out <clears throat> Ooh, my throat's kind of scratchy and figure out why things hurt you so bad figure out why it's lingering in your head why you're replaying it when you're in the shower why you're sitting there staring at the stars just uh 
feeling just completely inundated with these thoughts and feelings, you're going to really learn a lot about your defense mechanism mechanisms, your fight or flight. You're going to learn a lot about the wounds within yourself and how they're showing up in, in your life repeatedly. Um, because see, we have to, we have to heal those wounds, right? From our past or whatever the situations are. And then we have to adopt a new way of operating and a new way of processing. So, you know, I'll give you another example. When I was married, <clears throat> I, um, was married and I've mentioned this in previous podcasts, but I was married to somebody who was very serious. And so his natural demeanor was kind of just like serious. He was a little bit, he was not a little bit, he was very temperamental and it was very up and down. So even if there was like a happy moment in a 24 hour span, it was going to be this kind of, uh, you know, kind of <clears throat> bitchy, so to speak, um, sort of thing that was going to come forward and at any given time. And so when I first got married um, to him, you know, he'd come home and he'd be like in this funk. And my tendency was to just be like, what's wrong? Is everything okay? Like, and I wanted, I thought it was my job to get him to talk to me about his problems. But the thing that I later realized was he simply you know, didn't know how to manage his emotions. And so it was like free reign. It was like off the rails, you know, however he'd wake up that morning, you just didn't know. He didn't even know. And so some of you listening to this are like probably thinking, wow, he needed medication, but it's beyond that. It's like, did he need medication or did he just need to learn <clears throat> how to manage his emotions? And so it was like all the time, all the time. And it was completely inconsistent. And we could go to bed happy one night talking about, hey, tomorrow, let's take the kids to Disneyland. It'd be so great. Okay, great. Let's do it. Oh my God. It'd be so funny if we put them on this ride or whatever. It'd be like super exciting. And then we could wake up the next day and I'm still in that like, oh, it's going to be so great. And he'd be like, hurry up, get the kids, da da da, blah, blah, blah. What's the da da da? And it'd just be like this super intense energy. Oh my God. For like hours upon hours. And then you're just, and then you might just get this one little moment that's like, hey, you want, you want an ice cream or something? Um, <clears throat> and so what ended up what I ended up learning about that is that I am very unnaturally positive and happy <laughs> and he was pretty unnaturally grumpy. Um, so we were complete opposites. But what I learned from that was that I didn't need to take that ride with him every time that by me not wanting to take that ride with him didn't make me a bad wife <clears throat> because I thought a good wife was always needing to understand him and always needing to help him um, get through the day and stuff like that. And, and, and that's not the case. Sometimes, you know, being a good wife is just giving that person their space, uh, believe it or not, um, you know, within reason and stuff like that. But I can tell you this. So when he would get grumpy or very upset and like have a fit and just the mood swings and, <clears throat> and just saying mean things. And like, he's just, like I said, he's grumpy and, you know, having this fit or whatever. I eventually learned to just kind of look at him and go, okay, well, when you're feeling better, <laughs> let us know. We're going to be outside, you know, hula hooping or whatever. And I talk about this in a previous podcast, but what I made, what I was able to do was to understand that 
that's his journey those are his feelings that's his brokenness that's his dysfunction it has nothing to do with me even though he's taking it out on me all the time because he knows that he can kind of throw these things at me and I'm still gonna be there um and so what would end up happening is I was sort of shielded from that it wasn't that I didn't care it was more like he's having a moment it was like I just knew that in the inconsistency was this consistent persistent like moon swing situation I wouldn't call it bipolar or anything like that and I don't really know much about bipolar disorder but I will tell you it's just like a little bit of a roller coaster and um but I learned to just remove myself a little bit from it and just not take it personal and when I did that it really the, a, a big shift happened in our relationship for the better he didn't really understand it at first I think he took it like I didn't care but it was more like <clears throat> Once you get past this mood or whatever, because if it wasn't justified, literally, if nothing had gone wrong that was major, like, what was the point of just being miserable? Like, I just didn't get it. So, but at first, I went for the ride. At first, I was taken back and forth and side to side and all of that um, because I was trying to be right there with him and, and go along for that ride. But but then I learned about five years in, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to take that ride. Like, he was going on that ride. I could see him jumping right in onto the roller coaster and I was like, whew. You hit me up when you are done with all that. <laughs> we are going to the ice cream shop or, you know, the, the skate park or whatever. But uh, that's just not something that I'm, we're going to participate in. <clears throat> so in that, it really helped me out. He didn't get to take up real estate in my mind or heart in his dysfunctional state. I would let him in when he was in a functional, healthy, you know, place and maybe still struggling with something, but in a, in, a, in a more positive, like you can see that there's like this memory here and he's struggling with it or this event at work and something didn't go right, you know, and we'd be able to talk through it as adults. And he, you know, he'd say, oh, what do you think? And I'd lend perspective. And, and then he'd say, yeah, but you know, and we can go back and forth and that's fine. Okay. That's healthy. That's good. We can do that all day long. But in that other stuff, I could easily say that's, that has nothing to do with me. And I'm still like that till this day. I know that when I was a child, it, there wasn't a lot of, um, it wasn't like this super coddly environment at all. Like it wasn't affectionate or coddly or anything. It was just more like, oh, you just fell off a bike coming down the hill and you have blood everywhere. You know, you're going to suck it up. It was the 80s. And I've met a lot, a lot of people my age who grew up the same way. So even in that, where people today, parents today will look at that and go, oh my God, that's horrible. Well, you know, it's just how it was. Um, so there's no sense in me being an adult going, oh my God, you know, and moping about what I didn't have or what I think I should have had or whatever. At the end of the day, that would just take up so much real estate in my mind that it wouldn't even be worth it. So you have to remember that when you're going through life, whether it's your parents or your, or your siblings or your your aunts and uncles and cousins and, and coworkers or whatever the situation is, exes, um, your current relationship, that negativity, okay, that might come from these sources does not have to impact you. Or if it impacts you, you know, and you feel the pain, there doesn't have to be prolonged suffering, okay, with it. That is where you are in full control. And at first, it's going to be like, oh my God, it's going to feel impossible to manage that. And then when you just keep trying and keep trying and going, nope, nope, that's their problem. That's their problem. That's not my problem. That's a reflection of them. That's not a reflection of me. The more you can start to see 
how broken people are as they're navigating through life and they have sharp edges and you have to go, oh, I'm going to get cut or, oh, I just got cut right now. I didn't realize they were so broken. That's okay. You might see that they're not deliberately trying to attack you. They're just broken. And then you just have to kind of figure out how you want to navigate the friendship or the relationship or whatever. There's a lot of people in my life that I love dearly and I can see their brokenness. It's like a weird thing. And then I'm okay with it. Like as long as I understand you know, that I'm not there to fix them or anything. I'm just, I'm just there to love them, you know? And so you can take it however you'd like. In many cases though, you have to evict people. In so many cases, when people keep showing you again and again who they are, you do have to believe them, like Maya Angelou said, but you also need to understand it is up to you to evict them and you got to find ways to do that. Um, and you know, maybe in the future I could do a podcast on some of the ways on how to evict someone from your head, from your head and your heart. But the main thing is to just, you know, all this ghosting stuff is crazy, but I think that the best advice is to just fill in your time with others or whatever. So, you know, if you have, let's just say a friend and you were always with them and you just, there's things that have transpired that you just feel it's too much. It's just too much. It makes you feel, uh, not a, in a positive way. It makes you feel down or it makes you feel doubt or you don't trust them anymore or whatever the situation is, there are ways for you to be super loving towards them, super kind to them still, because they had value in your life at some point. So I don't really believe in throwing people away anymore. I used to just literally cut people off and never speak to them again. Um, sometimes for what seemed like no reason, but it's like in my heart, I just knew I just didn't want that person in my life. So you could just not do that necessarily and just find a nice kind way to stay, you know, in touch a little bit and things like that. But, but say, oh, you know, I got to do this over here or whatever, and just and get busy doing whatever else. Um, and learning how to, you know, meet new people, um, learning how to meet new people and, you know, to navigate through life that way. Because what you don't want is to like sort of just cut everybody off and then you're just sitting there lonely feeling sorry for yourself. So at the end of the day, just remember if there's one thing that you get out of this podcast is that you have the power <clears throat> and the ability to determine who gets to reside in your mind and in your heart. And you have the power to evict that person from your mind in your heart, even though um, they may still be around, okay? If there's someone that you're interested in and they seemed interested in you and you have these moments and you're like, oh, this is really good and then they just like ghost you, um, you know, and you're like, I don't really understand what's going on and you're like messaging them or whatever and you're like, hey, you know, I hope you're okay and they're just not paying attention to you, you know, that could be hurtful. You could be rattling in your head as to why, why, why. Does the why really matter? Does the why actually have value of any kind when the actions are what they are? The actions don't make you feel good. There shouldn't be this hunt for the why. The why is irrelevant if the actions you're seeing impact you in a negative way. So those are some of the things that you got to learn. Again, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a guru of any kind, but I've been through this. I've been, you know, left to feel like, uh hello, like what's going on? Like I've been um, the <clears throat> sort of the punching bag, emotional punching bag for people that are just mad and they just have to say things and it's like low blows and all this stuff. And it's like, oh my gosh, it used to really affect me, but it doesn't anymore. I mean, there's no such thing as not being affected, but it's a matter of learning how to kind of shield and do that Wonder Woman thing. 
<laughs> that I talk about um, and then being able to go up oh, no no we're not doing this today you know being able to clap back a little bit being able to go nope you don't get to behave this way in my life and so here's what we're gonna do you know what I mean and take a little bit of control or a lot of control of yourself and your real estate in your mind and how you're willing to navigate because I can easily have a dispute with someone especially if they're doing some weird shady stuff I don't care who they are I do have that ability to go up and call it out and say I don't like this this is not I'm not comfortable with this this is not what I want to have around me in my life um, so you got to adjust that and then we're good and like 10 minutes later be completely fine um and and then be like hey you know you want some coffee or whatever like i had that ability because done it's done it, it was spoken we spoke about it it's over and so i think that it's a little bit of a two-prong thing i think that maybe you need the opportunity to be able to say hey this that that and this but you but not until you've actually ask yourself what's my role in this until you really unpacked what your role is in you know it, it you know your role is in it without blaming the other person when you do that part and you take out those nuggets and go oh, okay then you can approach the other person and go hey listen i really thought about this i don't like how you treated me i don't like how maybe i responded to you but let me tell you i see my part i see my part but i still think that what you did is freaking shady as hell i don't appreciate it i really don't want that energy in my life i love you i hope that you can take this constructively and like just navigate differently and then we can move on like we have to be able to have these conversations with each other and we have to be able to here's the thing you got to be willing to lose the people that are toxic in your life the people that mistreat you you got to be willing to lose them that's the thing and so i think what happens is that people get afraid of losing someone and so then they hold the heaviness of all that that person makes them feel and all in the name of like just trying to hold it together and let me tell you something your joy and your peace is way more valuable than quote unquote holding it together to not hurt the other person's feelings or to risk losing them you're not gonna lose them if they really love you and and it's a genuine relationship they're not going anywhere they're not gonna like they're not gonna like that you're holding up a mirror and showing them their bs and who they are they're not gonna like that but <clears throat> if they truly love you they're gonna get over it they're not they're not going anywhere okay so I hope that you can take this podcast and walk away with a little bit more sense of like, I have control. And then little by little, you can start to build on that till the point where if you see someone screaming and having a fit and throwing things and everything, you could just be like, are you done? <laughs> like Kevin Hart says, are you done? <laughs> And not be arrogant, you guys. You know, that's a whole, that'll start a whole other problem. You know, it's like poking the bear, but, but really just being unfazed, just being unfazed. You know, if you did something wrong, then hey, say, I did this. I, I did this wrong. I'm at fault with this, but hey, listen, let's move on or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the quicker you can move on, the better. <clears throat> and when I mean move on, I mean don't just pretend like you're getting along and then go tell three cousins about, 
you know, what a B word that person is. It's like, no, you're over it, remember? It doesn't live in your head anymore. It doesn't have real estate in your head. That situation has been evicted. And so the better we get at that, the better we are as family members, as friends, as coworkers, neighbors, all that fun stuff. So I really hope that this can help you out. It's really helped me out like tremendously. It helped me out in my relationships. It helped me out even with raising my sons. It helped me out with all kinds of people because if there's one thing that I know for sure is everyone in our lives is going to disappoint us at some point or another. It's a guarantee. And so how you take that, you know, it's going to hurt when it happens, but whether you continue to suffer over it is completely in your court, completely in your court. Okay. Choose peace, choose peace, choose peace all day long, choose joy and peace all day long, and you'll be better. You'll be happier for it. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you have a wonderful week. Be sure to visit uh, Facebook if you're on there. Join those groups. Again, that is Women Building Wealth. Um, actually, you can go to the Rachel Unpacked um, Facebook page and you will see a post there um, about the different um, groups. Again, Women Building Wealth, um, Mindset Reset for her, and Faith with Friends. Join those groups and join the conversation. Have a wonderful week.